first, worship and praise me. We'll discuss that other thing later. Okay, I know who said it. It's Inosuke. Um, no. It's not? Oh, it's not. It's not. It's um uh uh Hashira. What's his name? I know his name. Uh 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 Why do I wanna say you know who I'm talking about? It's the sound Hashira. And he says, uh <laughs> That's what he is. He's the sound Hashira. Um AR, mm-hmm. I feel like they're running to battle or something. Like it's I don't Uzui. know the scene. Uzui. Uzui. Yes. Why was I thinking Tenzin? That's not his name. But yes. That's I don't it, know it's what... like it's Tenjin Uzui. Tenjin Uzui. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I'm, if I'm saying that right, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> They're running into battle. They're doing something. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was either one of them, as I just feel like him and Inosuke, they're one of a kind. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess before we get into this, welcome to the Two Nation podcast. Just a couple of niggas talking about animation and whatnot. I'm Code. I'm August. And today, if you cannot already tell by um, what we're discussing, we're going to be talking about Demon Slayer. What? I love uh, Demon Slayer. Arguably the best anime out, I think. Unless you want to um, argue actually, Attack on Titan. Oh, what? What are I you about actually, to advocate? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but Spy Family has entered the chat, and they're the best anime out right now. Okay, well, Spy Family wasn't <laughs> out at the end. <laughs> Season, I know. Season two of Demon Slayer. So before before Spy Family came on the scene, yes, Demon Slayer. Yes, yes. Okay, we'll have to discuss that later because I still haven't watched my family. <laughs> oh my gosh, Code. What are you doing with your life? Uh, watching other shows. I'm finishing <laughs> Ranking of Kings. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, I don't get the I hype have... yet. But... <gasps> you don't get the hype yet? It's just something to watch. What, what episode are you on? At least like seven or eight. Oh my gosh, you don't get the hype yet? Uh, it's like it's it's will. cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, back back to Demon Slayer. Um, back I think to Demon Slayer. Originally, we wanted to talk about this like right after the entertainment arc season ended, um, mm-hmm. but you know, we be busy, okay? So <laughs> niggas have lives, niggas have jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I mean, I guess. Uh, what are your reactions after everything? After season one, after the movie, after the entertainment arc? What's your overarching thoughts on the show, Demon Slayer? Okay, so I um, I start when we decided that we were going to cover this show. I started rewatching from season one because uh, I wanted it to be fresh. And I have to say, like Demon Slayer is probably the anime that I've rewatched the most. Uh, well, wow. season one. Yeah, I, the rewatchability of it is just like, it just like the first episode really sets the tone, like mm-hmm. really sets like what kind of anime this is. It's so great with building atmosphere, like Demon Slayer has an atmosphere. It's kind of like, um, especially with that first episode, it's 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 kind of dark. It's like mysterious. It's like 
something like so mystical about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so watching those first couple of episodes, like really sets like the world that we live in. Like this is a world that's populated by demons. This is a world where you cannot be out alone at night. Some shit's going to happen to you. Um, this show is so well-rounded also with, with tone um, because it has episodes that are really brutal, like kind of gory, little graphic. Um, but it also has very lighthearted episodes. I find Demon Slayer to be one of those shonens that's actually funny too, um, especially with the chemistry between Anosuke, Tanjiro, and Zenitsu. They have great chemistry as a team. Um, with Nezuko, of course. We can't forget about Nezuko. We love uh, Nezuko. And what really carries this show, because people will say on the internet, that Demon Slayer is nothing special. You know, the story, anybody could have wrote that story. You know, we could have wrote Demon Slayer. I think what takes it over the edge and into that, you know, that top anime spot is the animation. You foldable fucking snaps on the animation. Um, And I want to say, like, comparing season one and season two, season two just, like, took it to a whole nother level season two animation was on par with the fucking movie like they, they when we say they season just, two are we talking about the entertainment arc because you yes, know they, the they, they redid the, the mugen train arc but was, this is the same thing as yeah the so mugen train was broken up into episodes too right yeah okay so i'll just call it instead of season two i'll just call it uh entertainment arc but basically the animators at ufotable said we don't care if we're making a movie or we don't care if we're making the tv show animation is we're we're gonna fucking snap that's what we're gonna do all right yeah i think that's I what I'm, I'm pretty much exactly in agreement with what you're saying the story is um i mean it's just like any typical shonen you know just a a character is done wrong and it's up to him to just like try and overcome that overarching story and just like you know eventually reach the end goal this one helping his sister become normal again you know mm-hmm. if, if that's possible um what separates it like you said is just i don't think there's has i don't think i've seen any like regular anime show have this like level of animation and detail be done in their 30 minute episodes like they do it in movies right like obviously you have the bigger budget you have the longer runtime to just like go all out on animation but to do this on a weekly basis and like literally just have your jaw drop just purely off of just like this is like the most insane animation I've ever seen. Nothing really can compare to it at this point. Like it's it's amazing what they do at Ufotable. And I, I really hope that uh they ain't working them to death because it really looks like it based off the work that they put out. They right probably now. are. They I know. probably are. So when you said like basically what's driving our main character is he wants to turn his sister back into a human. I feel like that's a premise that is like so uh, like so attainable, so easy. If we compare it to like character arcs from other shonen, Naruto, basically he wants to what? Become president of his ninja village. That's a pretty lofty goal. You know what I mean? But also um, it's the same thing with like what's really the other overarching arc of Naruto. It's just him trying to turn Sasuke back to lead yeah. him in the end. It's just like there's um what Tanjiro's trying to do is not it's not even something that he wants for himself. Like this isn't a per it's not it is personal, but it's not um 
selfish goal that he's trying to attain. Like, no. he just wants to turn his sister back into a human. I just feel like that's so, like, so simple. But I think the simplicity is, like, what makes it, like, you know, we can really streamline the story. Um, and, yeah, it does follow all the, the typical, you know, shonen beats. We have this character who's really positive, one, um, in episode one. Uh, they really set him up as like someone that's dependable, you know, people in his community, they really bang with Tanjiro. Like mm -hmm. he has uh, these uncanny like powers. Like he's got a head that's hard as fuck, hard as a rock. He's got this keen sense of smell, like all of these things that he was born with. Has this untapped um, potential that we're eventually going to see, but right now he's not able to unlock it. So he seems like a, a weak bitch. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another shonen trope. He has, you know, this lineage that's a mystery. We don't know mm -hmm. anything about his dad, but his dad is like obviously that, a badass. That nigga. <laughs> He's that nigga who was a, you know, we don't know this from season one, but he, or from episode one, but he was a demon slayer too. We find that out later on. Um, and then, you know, he comes from this like loving family. Uh, his mom has a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many fucking kids <laughs> hey, they, they, be, they be busy come home from demon slaying you know just lay the pipe down and go to sleep that's what it <laughs> shout out to Andro's dad shout out to Mr. Commodo <laughs> but I think what was so sad which another shonen trope Tanjiro suffers this immense loss they murked his entire family Mm -hmm. That's insane. And they showed it, not the actual killing, but like the aftermath. Shit is bloody. Yeah. <laughs> Blood is everywhere in the show. Everywhere. And Nezuko gets turned into a demon. When I first saw um when I first watched that episode and the scene where, you know, Tanjiro, he's trying to get Nezuko like to a doctor to something. Like she hasn't woken up yet. But then when she finally does and she starts attacking him and she's like on top of him and he's like trying to talk some sense into her. And then mm -hmm. she finally like snaps and like realizes who she is and like tears start coming down her face. I got a little emotional there. I was like, damn. I mean, it's really good at driving out emotion because like, mm -hmm. honestly, like the emotion that the characters, the voice act actors admit is like second to none. Like they put their whole, whole foot into just like, really killing their performances each and every oh episode. yeah oh yeah and when giyu enters the scene at first i thought like okay this is the sasuke of the show <laughs> uh, yeah a little bit I could, I could see that he's like brooding you know very powerful that first um when giyu like makes that first strike with his sword and like kicks up all this snow like that that execution was like so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is what we're coming with. And I also like the scene where Giyu, like, you know, Tanjiro, he's pleading for his sister's life. Like, he's like, please don't take anybody else from me. That also struck an emotional core with me. But Giyu was like, okay, bitch, this is what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, starts, he starts telling him, like, you gotta man up. Number one, like, don't expect this kind of courtesy from other demons. Like, you really got to, you know, boss up. Right. Um, 
I, I, I love that. Like he was like not playing with him. And then he returns his sister to him. She's got the fucking bamboo in her mouth. Now I was late to the demon slayer game and I think you put me onto it. As I, you do you with the I thought I was yes. late as well. Cause I, I just, uh, I saw it. I'm just like, this looks like any other shonen, but you know, people were talking it up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you, you um, told me to watch it or not that you told me to watch it, but you were like, Hey, are you watching demon slayer? I was like, no, should I? Um, and, but I had seen the art before. Like I seen memes. I've seen mm-hmm. the meme of Tanjiro holding the cell phone, making that face. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen Nezuko um, with the bamboo in her mouth. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this, what is, is this a sexual, what is this? So mm-hmm. now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> putting, putting the two and two together, I was like, oh, this is more wholesome than what I thought it was. <laughs> like, I had no idea Nezuko was a little girl based off like <laughs> what I saw. Like, I think, I think what put me on is just like, you know, just certain creators like dressing up as her for like Halloween mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just thought she was a grown ass woman. She's not the case. Well, <laughs> maybe the case. Kinda, but So you said when you first started watching it, um, you just thought it was like a regular shonen. Like when when did you realize that it was like, oh, this might be like more top tier than I think it is? I think it's the fight um during the first like half of like um the first arc i was like this is, this is a good show like this story the tone is set pretty early and like it's really good but i didn't really like consider how good like the animation was until like the arc where he's on uh, tanjiro is fighting the spider demons mm. like it was just like the level of detail they put into like the webs and just like the attacks mm-hmm. and that whole like fight art was just like insane honestly and it was just like yeah the story is pretty run-of-the-mill but what they're doing with this animation is insane. Like, this is amazing. And I think yeah. that's that's when I was just like, oh, I got to see the movie. See the movie. I, I don't think I ever watched. I haven't watched a movie in a while that really made me cry. Like, that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt. You know, <laughs> R.I.P. R. Rengoku, bro. He was the homie. Yeah, he was the homie. I think with me, I think it came a little earlier for me. So, like I said, um, first strike with Giyu I was like oh okay this is different uh not only the animation but the the sound design Mm -hmm. uh every like everything has weight behind it um and even even like the even the low stakes fights like you know when Tanjiro he's training with a Rokodaki Rokodaki has taught him everything that he can teach him and it's like it's up to you you gotta cut you want to be a demon slayer and go to final selection you gotta cut this boulder and you know the two dead ghost children pop up uh, Sabido and Makamo and it's that fight where Tanjiro is fighting with Sabido and he has like that wooden sword and like the choreography and everything was like really great another low stakes fight uh when we are introduced to Inosuke and he's like trying to get trying to essentially kill Nezuko in the box and mm-hmm. Zenitsu is protecting her and they have their like hand-to-hand fight also really great like the choreography, the music, like every punch is so good. And I'm like, wow, if they're re- if they're willing to go this hard for like kind of these inconsequential fights, they really kick it up a notch with um, you know, those fights with like the spider demon. And they were did. you for <laughs> you so episode 19, I feel like that is the episode that that is the episode where 
Demon Slayer like broke onto mainstream. Like it, I think it was either trending number one on Twitter uh-huh. uh, when episode 19 premiered. And that's the episode where, you know, Tanjiro, well, he fought, but he cut off Rui's head. Uh, what was your reaction watching that episode, number 19? I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> this is this is something different. This is like, like we we wouldn't have really like killed it, you know what I'm saying? So I mean I it's just it's insane. I just like the level of detail they put into every like cut of the sword, how gory it is. It's gory yet beautiful at the same time. Like Yes. It's just very this animation style is very distinct. It's very different from it's your average so animation. distinct. It's so distinct. Um, the, the way they draw the lines, mm-hmm. they're like not very consistent. Even the characters kind of look a little childish, but I think it's like their stature. Like these characters are not drawn very tall. You know what I mean? Like they feel like oh, they're kinda, kids, essentially. Yeah, they're kids, but there's just, I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's like the thickness of the lines is like what gives it's it that thick, dark black lines that um, mm-hmm. are kind of like the stroke or like the out outline of each character and every like mm-hmm. sword or whatever. Yeah, really great. Um, and I love seeing the like the other Hashira when we see them fighting demons for the first time in that episode. Like Shinobu, that's a bad bitch. I don't want to be in her way. She's so like graceful, but also mm. really brutal with it. Um, and then Giyu, when he lands the final blow on Rui, we didn't even see that nigga pick up. We didn't even see him lift the sword. All we know is that his head is off in the bl- a literal blink of an eye. <laughs> That's one thing I like about the show is like it like constantly refreshes what you think is like. Oh, these are the most powerful people in the show because like honestly. Uh, overall, like at, at the end, like after all these seasons, you realize Tanjiro ain't shit. Like Inosuke is an Itsu, <laughs> they really aren't shit. And the crazy thing is, they have some of the craziest fights, but like compared to like the Hashiras, and mm-hmm. don't even get me started on the demons, like they really mm-hmm. aren't even close to their power level yet. It only goes up from here. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because, um, I think what Demon Slayer does really well is like the progression of strength in these characters is really um, Mm. consistent. Like they don't start off. I mean, I think compared to other Demon Slayers in their rank, um, like in, in the first season, they're like at the lowest rank there is. And when they're on that mountain with all the spiders, like their peers are getting killed, like mercilessly, like yeah. they don't even stand a chance. I think they found like that one survivor and he might even been a rank above them. So these, these three, I think they are like pretty good for their rank compared to their peers, but in the grand scheme of things, they're still very weak. And I love that the show, like instead of having Tanjiro be the one to kill Rui, I think it was great having um, Giyu land the final blow. Cause it's like, he's really not at that level yet. He kind of got lucky, you know, if we're keeping it a bug. I mean, uh, he's, he's getting lucky every now and then. Like yeah. shout out to Nezuko. Like Tanjiro would be dead a long time ago without Nezuko. Long time ago without Nezuko. Yes, yes. Because um, she's essentially an upper rank demon, like on her way. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to think, like, because in that first episode, so you know when they meet, not the first episode, but like in that first season when they meet, um, 
uh what's the two demons that's on the run lady tamayo the doctor and then her little sidekick she gave mm-hmm. nezuko some type of healing serum to like help her regenerate faster but like mm-hmm. it really kicked it up a notch because she actually wasn't really healing that fast in the earlier episodes and she was kind of weak mm-hmm. but then out of nowhere she just like leveled up. up yeah yeah i mean I think that's why they, I think that's why we get the feeling that, um, what's his name? Whoever, what is Michael Jackson's name? Muzan. Oh, Muzan. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why he, I think he wants her, you know? He's looking out mm-hmm. for her because he's like, he knows like, that's somebody that needs to be part of my crew. Okay, but why did he leave her there in the first place? Not powerful enough yet. I, I guess. I could, that's the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause he's he's the one that like killed Tanjiro's family, mm-hmm. which is so fucking random. Cause why was he there? What brought him there to their little remote home in the mountains? And- his dad. Oh. oh, you're right. Cause they do have history. Yeah. They do have history. Okay, it's clicking. It's clicking. It's clicking. I hope like somebody who reads like the manga is just listening to this and just like these idiots have no idea what they're talking about. Look, and you know what? <laughs> That I just had to accept that as my lot in life as an anime only person. Like I'm gonna be in the dark. I'm watching the show. All right. <laughs> like I, I don't have bandwidth to read manga right now. <laughs> I just why I don't want to spoil the show for me by reading the manga. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it's gonna get worse. <laughs> like the inter- they literally like destroyed half of like a town. <laughs> Yeah, the entertainment arc because it was just it was so big. The battle was so big. I'm like, imagine what Muzan could do. Like, uh, fucking imagine. So Muzan, he is our big bad guy. He is our villain. The fear that he like injects into his subordinates. He just his presence crazy. alone. His presence alone. So when we got to the entertainment arc, and he's like moonlighting as this small child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Michael Jackson parallels are just insane, man. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but um, the demon, the demon that killed Rengoku, he's like reporting back to him. He's like, yeah, I killed the Hashira. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just like, <laughs> that nigga wasn't shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> Musa was like, okay, what do you, what do you want me to <laughs> Like, and? He's like, that's it? <laughs> you need to kill all of them. But he's like, he's talking to him as this small child. And the demon is literally so scared of him. Mm-hmm. He like, I don't know what he does because he he has a persona where he's a father, he has a family, he has mm-hmm. another persona where he's like a woman, and then he has another one where he's a child. How is he like how is he doing all of this? It kind of reminds me of um Roger Smith from American Dad that just has all these <laughs> personas and these all <laughs> these lives. <laughs> I was thinking more like a Rochimaru, but that, that works too, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, a Rochimaru. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> Um, another thing <laughs> another thing that I love with Demon Slayer is um they are churning out like content. As soon like a couple weeks after the entertainment arc had finished, we already got the trailer for the next arc. I was like, wow. It's like this winter, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm, yep, yep, yep. They are churning the shit out and they are going to be um where are they gonna be? What is it? The swords, the 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 the, the 
wherever they make the swords. I think that's like the next setting. Sword uh, Village Arc. Swordsmith Sword, Village Arc. Swordsmith Village Arc. And I think this Hashira that we're going to be with, and apologies, I don't know all their names, but this is the quiet one. This is the one that's like a little aloof. He don't be paying attention. He's like kind of short too. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he gives because he seems like one of the more powerful ones. Facts. I'm about to look it up. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Get my characters in order. Is it the serpent or Iguro Obanai Iguro? He has like a bandage mask on his mouth or something. No, because he's the one with two different eye colors, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm thinking of the that? other one. This one has like long dark hair. Um, I think there's like maybe some blue in his hair. Is it Tokito? The Miss Hashira? Might be him. I'm I think about to share my think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, him. Yes, 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 yes. Muichiro Tokito. I even think in the entertainment arc when um Uzui was talking about him, like he was like, and some people can just like pick up a sword and be a sword master in no time. Like I think this is this one. Like mm-hmm. he's probably really OP. So He's only 14, according to this wiki, so... Damn! Okay, he's a bad bitch. I love that. Yeah, I'm hyped. I think... Go ahead, (laughs) go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so we talked a little bit about... What is season one? What arc is that? Um... Does it have a name? I guess... uh, I guess season one is made up of, like, a bunch of mini arcs, from what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A um, arcs, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so season one, really great. Loved it. Um, what did you think of the entertainment district arc? Um, I think it is probably top two anime seasons I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to compare it. Uh, it's the best animation I've probably ever seen. Like I, I, it's probably like Akira and then Entertainment District Art. Like, Damn! Because I'll never knock Akira. Because as far as I'm concerned, handwritten animation will always be better. Uh, but I feel like you can't even compare those two. I can compare because it it's like they're so big and so like insane. I like, know Akira feels like it's in a league of its own though. Like that's why it's number one still. And then <laughs> Enter- Entertainment District Art. We'll put mm-hmm. it there. I don't, it's just okay. like the way it built up, and you're just like, it's just going to get better and better. How, um, what is that demon's name? Freaking Gyutaro, the brother. Mm-hmm. That dude would not die no matter what. Where we think they actually did it, they cut their little necks. It was like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter with them because there's another nigga inside her. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just insane. It's so, it's bloody, it's gory. It's just like it's really testing the strength of Tanjiro, like how like how resilient he can be, but also yeah. how like this thing is so weak he has to have his sister pop out and save his ass. And then when um Nezuko uh just like turns into like a 14-year-old demon and just like starts fucking <laughs> shit up, it's just like, oh my <laughs> god. And I think the emotional point for me is like where I think this is like the most she's been tested in terms of just like having or having to fight the urge to eat humans i'm just yes. like don't do it yes. don't do it let's go you don't do it you're better than this like yes it's it's, it's amazing it's honestly yeah i think like 
Nezuko is the un- unsung hero in this show because yes, the show Tanjiro, he's our protagonist, he's our main character, and then he has his supporting characters. But uh, Nezuko is really the big dog, like right. And it's sad because she can't even talk. We don't even get to hear sis talk. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I love the entertainment district arc. I love like. It seems like what the what the show is doing is like it's letting us get a feel for each of the Hashira, you know, one arc at a time. Yeah. And when when we were first introduced to all the Hashira at the end of season one, like U- Uzui, he was one of the ones where I really I was like, yeah, let's he seems cool. Like I want to, you know, go on a journey with him. And he is so, cool. And he knows it. Yeah, and he's a ninja. He's a shinobi. Like, wow, they have those in this world. That's cool. Apparently, they have three (laughs) wives too. So, apparently, shout out to polygamy. Um, Again, (laughs) I guess that takes me back to the world because it seems like yes, this is a fictional world, but it's set in um, what era? They're in like in the Taisho era of Japan, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That is a real era in Japan. Um, if, I don't know what year, what like what year that is, but it's like I feel like Jap- like wherever they are in Japan, they're starting to develop. Like when we when we meet Muzan um, in the city, like they have cars. They're wearing like you know some more modern clothing. Like there's technology in this in this world. They have trains. You know what I mean. It's uh, specifically in, it's like the era between 1912 and 1926. Interesting. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's like the roaring 20s. <laughs> the roaring 20s. Yeah. yeah. I, I really I really like that because it is, um, even though the show is, is fantasy, I think the, the setting is still kind of, there's like a real world feel to it, at least. You know All what right. I mean? Um. So yeah, the entertainment district art with Uzui, his wives, they're investigating this demon where people are just coming up missing. Uh, and we get introduced to Daki, who's strong as shit. I was like, I don't know how they're going to come out of this alive. I don't know how they're <clears throat> going to beat this woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, they barely did. <laughs> <laughs> barely did. I- I just didn't know, like, and shout out to you, Fotable, and whoever, like, the director, like, the pacing, because I think, like, when we watch some anime, like, even older shonens, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, fights get drawn out in in the worst ways. Like, a whole half episode, especially with Dragon Ball Z, is just one nigga throwing one punch. We literally spend 20 minutes. It's a whole lot of talking. Like, nigga, let's get to this action, bro. a whole lot of talking and what i love about demon slayer is like we get those episodes we get those chill episodes but it's like okay now shit's gonna get real for example mm-hmm. when we start when we get to like the spider demon arc i love those two episodes before they get to that mountain because they're at the um like the little wisteria hotel i'm gonna just call it a hotel but okay. you know 
these old people they they heal and they take care of demon slayers they let them rest before they go to their next mission that was a great episode of if we just see like tanjiro zenitsu inosuke like interacting with each other they're still getting to know each other they just met Mm -hmm. each other they haven't even met uh nezuko yet and it's like um it's pivotal to the story like it's it's so pivotal to the story and Sometimes episodes like that can be kind of boring where there's not a lot of action, the plot isn't really moving, but I it I think it allows us as the audience to like take a breath because we just yeah. came off of like Tanzaro literally had like three fights before that. And it's like, okay, we need to breathe a little bit. Hmm. You know, get some a little bit of character development in there with Inosuke. Um I love that. And the same way with the entertainment arc there's a little bit of comedy in there. They're like, okay, we're going to infiltrate these, um, what are they, brothels, essentially? Essentially. I, brothel is kind of like a hard version of it. Like, it's yeah. like, in Japan, like, it's the end-all, be-all isn't like they're, like, pleasing men. It's more just, like, them, like, giving them, like, company, essentially. Okay. What are they called, though? It's uh, called, like... Because I'm watching something. a show called like Tokyo Vice, and they have like clubs where essentially the women come to entertain the men and like mm-hmm. kind of just you know talk to them about their day. Yeah, and they they entertain them too. Like they'll play music for them. Like mm-hmm. they pour all the okay. drinks. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah, but we get those episodes where they each have to infiltrate their own house. You know. Um, not super tense, not a lot of drama, but again, mm-hmm. letting us breathe because the episodes coming after that intense, each one after the other. Um, what do, what was your, and I know there was a lot, but like, what was your favorite fight in the entertainment district arc? Um, I think it's just um, Uzui versus um, the brother, Gyotoro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so big. There's so much blood. Like, it's like, you think it's over, but it's not. He thinks he kills Uzui. But Uzi's like, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still going. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, it's when, like, the battle just, like, ends. And, like, it's just, like, that emptiness. Like, it's super silent. All you hear is just, like, kind of, like, the smoke and, like, yeah. all the debris flying up. And that's how they end the episode. And you're just, like, sitting mm-hmm. there, like, whoa. Like, what the fuck just happened? Is everybody dead? <laughs> right. That's what it looks. It literally looks like everyone's dead from this one fight. Mm-hmm. What about you? My favorite fight is um, Nezuko and Daki. That is my favorite fight uh-huh. from that that entertainment district arc because you know Tanjiro, he's getting his ass whooped bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the end is near, and he and like he can't breathe. He's coughing he can't up blood. Breathe. And and even leading up to that, like when he awakened whatever was inside him, whatever mm-hmm. power that he gets from his dad, and he's like, like things go in slow motion, and he kind of has Doki on the ropes, like he's literally about to cut her head off, and then like whatever it is runs out, and she's about to kill him, and Nezuko jumps out her box and kicks Doki's head off, which kind of now that I've rewatched a little bit of the first season kind of harkens back to that one of those first episodes when um Tanjiro and Nezuko like they haven't met Orokodaki yet but they find that demon um in that abandoned house that's eating people mm-hmm. and Tanjiro's just fighting him with his hacket 
And then Nezuko comes out of nowhere and again kicks his head off. Like right. <laughs> it's so just the difference the now is like she somehow is 14 years old, has like a grown body out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just like we not we've seen little little instances, like it's like one move from Nezuko, like with her blood demon art. But this is where we really get to see her like really fight she's literally just cutting through like her her belt or whatever belt easily when it was like so hard for tondro to even just put a dent on it yes she was not letting letting her up for air and you know you know i'm a girl i like when shonen like lets the women really just you know have at it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they they're not the weak ones like i'm sorry but like Naruto really left a bad taste in my mouth the way they treat their their women characters. And so to see... <laughs> sh- to, it, it is. It's sad. It's sad. And to see Shonen like Demon Slayer, where Nezuko is a badass, to see Shonen like um, Jujutsu she's Kaisen... No, she's no Sakura, you know? She's no Sakura. Even with Jujutsu Kaisen, like uh, Nobara, that's a bad bitch. She's a badass bitch. Maki, she take no shit from the from the jump too, and she don't take no shit. I love seeing that and like just seeing Nezuko. Like she don't need no backup. Um, and you know, like when like Donkey, she's like down for the count, and they like they're in that. Um, I don't know where they are. If they're in another brothel, I'm sorry, I don't know the names for these. But like Nezuko, her her bamboo muzzle is gone, and we're like, oh my gosh, is she gonna attack these people? Like she's uh-huh. really hyped up right now. Um, and then Doki is like starting to like regenerate and Tanjiro's left with this decision. He's like, do I restrain Nezuko? Do I let her keep going? I was like, let her keep going. <laughs> let Same. Her. <laughs> Same here. Same Nezuko. I was like, you can't, you cannot take her right now, Tanjiro. You are broken. You cannot fight her. Let Nezuko do. Let her keep going. <laughs> she gonna eat those people. What do you mean? I know. I wonder if there was a way for her to like just focus on the enemy, <laughs> leave uh... the people alone, but focus on the enemy. And then um, Uzui finally shows up. And he decapitates. We didn't even see him slice her neck either. Her head just falls off into her hands. Yeah. A power level. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty crazy. And then it didn't even mean anything. <laughs> it didn't even mean anything. So when her brother, uh, Giatoro, when he emerges, my, like, I got so excited because I was like, this character, like, we haven't seen him up until now, but I could just tell off the bat that he was he was so powerful because he ain't even paying attention to what the other niggas is doing. He's like, let me put my sister's head back on. You know, let me calm her down. He got uh-huh. his back to everybody. I said, this is a strong ass demon right here. And yeah, his he voice was, actor, I loved his voice too. It's so like disturbing and just it's super yes. raspy and nasty. Yes, his character design. It was just like, it was like one of those those um villains that you like love to hate you know what i mean like mm-hmm. another thing with this show and i think what another reason that it stands out from other shonen is um how empathetic our main character is and how this show treats really tries to show- see the best in everybody 
Yeah, how it really treats its villains, the demons. I feel like every demon we've seen so far, except for the one that was abducting little girls, the pedophile demon, but all the other <laughs> demons. <laughs> yeah, everybody's cool except him. All the other demons we've seen so far, they got like a little bit of taste of their backstory, you know? Nobody it's like wins. they want to see like why they became who they were in the first mm-hmm. place. And it really establishes that like these are tragic characters. Nobody mm-hmm. wakes up and wants to be a demon. Nobody chooses this life. Yeah. And I was really trying to figure out like, okay, like obviously once they come back to the when when they're like killed, when they're beheaded, they mm-hmm. kind of regain a little bit of their humanity and they remember, you know, what happened before they became demons. How are like how do they why do they become evil off the bat? Is it because they just like lose sense of themselves? Is there just like I'm thirsty type of thing? I want blood. I think yeah. I mean, eating a human is like arguably terrible, mm-hmm. and the thing is that's what they naturally crave because they're demons. So, and so like they it, just yeah, they it's just like it's hard to, to be a evil. vegan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can't be vegans. They they gotta yeah. be. <laughs> That'd be carnivores in the worst one. Yeah, it's so rare though because it's like if Nezuko, if Tamayo, and um, what's his name? What is her little assistant's name? Yushido. Yes, they have managed to maintain their humanity. How did they do that? Why aren't more demons able to do that? Is it because of like? And it's also like. Is Muzan, is he behind it too? Because arguably, for all we know, he's created every demon that we've seen so far. Like, mm. they say in the show, like, he's probably, like, the only one besides Tamiyo that has, like, the power to create other demons. So when he creates them, he's just like, okay, you're like, you gotta do what I say, eat as many humans as possible type of thing. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, like, back to um, the empathy like these demons like and i also like that this show doesn't let them off the hook for the bad things that they've done because we've seen like with Rui, um once he's killed you know he's going to hell essentially they show him going in like basically going to hell with his parents his parents are like we're we're going with you like we're a family <laughs> uh, yeah now me <laughs> i'm not going there <laughs> wow <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. And eternal damnation just to stay as a family. I'm not the one that ate people. It's <laughs> a fair point. You you ate me. So <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I like that though. I like that because there are some shows, and not all shows are guilty of this, but you know when we were talking about static shock and their villains. Mm-hmm. We don't know shit about them. We don't know why they're doing the things they're doing. There's no redemption for them because, you know, they're not set up that way. So I love that, like, there's a little ounce of redemption with the with the villains in this season. Yeah. And Tondra lets them have it. If there's anybody else, they just slice their head off and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hold back. He um, he's em- He's empathetic. You know, he's kind, but he does not hold back. And I love that. I love that about Tanjiro. Um, who are your favorite characters? Uh, Nezuko. 
like you said earlier. <laughs> she she really needs more more screen time. Um, mm-hmm. Uzi was really great. Like I just yes. enjoyed everything about him. He's hilarious. Like his whole like concept of being a shinobi with three wives is like wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna suck when we won't have to see him. We won't get to see him in the next arc, but. Um, I mean, everyone's pretty on par. Like the like, kind of like the the bromance between Zenitsu and Inosuke and Tanjiro is really great too. Mm-hmm. Like as a whole, I um, love them. And I think I told you in a previous episode, like when I when we were first introduced to Zenitsu, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coward character. This is the I was think he was like the Mineta. I thought you would be the like the Mineta. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he is just what he's awake. Yeah. <laughs> When he's sleeping, he, <laughs> and he Zenitsu really showed out in the entertainment art district too. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was asleep the majority of the time, but he was handling business. But at first, I didn't really think I would like him. Um, I thought I wouldn't like Inosuke, even though I think he's my favorite out of the three of them. I think Inosuke is my favorite. He he's just, fucking hilarious. He doesn't think he just he just does. He just does. I love how like confident he is in his abilities he's very headstrong like the fact um, that he's fucking beautiful for whatever reason he, he has a gorgeous <laughs> face <laughs> but he hides it under that boar mask um mm-hmm. and another thing that made Inosuke so endearing is like i think he he has he's has like the most character development out of all of them like he's learning to be a team player he's learning to let others go first like Mm-hmm. Um, he recognizes that there are people out there that are way stronger than he is. Um, no, he's not he, dumb. He like he, he he does, but he's not he's not stupid with the way he acts. You know exactly. I love how um, I love his 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 style of fighting, like the way he just charges ahead. I love that he wields two swords and that they like he like <laughs> breaks them kind of like give them that mm-hmm. that skewering edge. Um, yeah, he's definitely my favorite character. Hands also down. showed like he's just like a ride or die for Tanjiro. He's a ride or die. He's a ride or die. And I love that Tanjiro kind of knows how to manipulate him <laughs> to, you know, to get him yeah. to do what he needs to do. Um, yeah, I love I, I think like out of the tr- like the anime, like the shonen trios that we get, I think they're like my favorite trio. And then it's like the Jujutsu Kaisen trio. They're a close second, but I love the chemistry between these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is like a, you know, it's like a sausage party with them because Nezuko, she'd be in her box most of the time, but. <laughs> this is facts, but, you know, eventually she'll come out, right? Eventually, yeah. And I'm excited to see the uh, female Hashiras too. I think with this next arc, um, the Swordsmith Village arc, I think we're going to see the. Uh, what is she is she the love hashira mm-hmm. yeah i think we're gonna get to see a little bit her, of her too even though she i'm excited super shy mm-hmm. it's gonna she be probably... one of those like oh she's so nice and then like she has like something that just like instantly turns her into a badass <laughs> i know and I, I i i had originally thought that all the hashira like you know they're all at the same level they're just at the top top and mm-hmm. then when Uzui was like, you know, I'm not even the strongest Hashira. I was like, what? There's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit. I also want to learn a little bit more about um, whoever runs the Demon Slayer Corps. 
who is this guy? He looks like he's on his deathbed. Oh, Kageya Ubiyashiki. Is that his name? Yeah, Kageya Ubiyashiki. Okay. What? I don't know what's going on with him. He suffered some type of injuries. But I think I think Busan did it to him. I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't know if I remember correctly, but him and Busan have history. They have history. I feel like they might be brothers or something. No, that's, that's impossible because Muzan's like hundreds of years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they definitely have history. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lore in this show. There's a lot of untapped lore. I feel like we ha- we haven't even scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just excited to see where this goes. I don't know how many, I don't know how long the manga is. Because I kind of feel like that informs how long the anime is going to be. Um, and shout out to the anime for not having any filler. Love that for us. I think that's just like a thing overall in anime now. Just there's yeah. The only anime I know that does filler still is Boruto. And that's about it. <laughs> it's, it's sad because like there's actual good episodes of Boruto. But. I've heard. I've heard. I've contemplated... Um, Going back to Boruto. I I'm mean, contemplating it. You just gotta get through some bullshit. I don't know. It's it, I think what turns me off sometimes is the animation style. It's like it's the same, but it's a lot cleaner. And I don't know if I care for that. But I don't like that. It's reminiscent like... of like whatever time period they're in. Mm-hmm. But, I, I I don't like that polished look. Yeah. It's, it definitely takes away just from like the the animation style of like the fights and mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. that being said, there's there's some really amazing fights in Boruto that I think a lot of Naruto Shippuden fans don't see because they think Boruto's ass. I've watched. I found a video. I think um, Crunchyroll they'll put out like little clips of some of their some of the better fights. I've watched a few of them. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. I just the story that it goes in, it's it's to me it's, it's just stupid. I've always <laughs> never been a fan of like the ending of Naruto, but we can save mm-hmm. that for another day. We can save that for another day. Um, but with Demon Slayer, I just feel like we're gonna continue to be impressed with it. Um hundred percent. I used to think Attack on Titan was just gonna be the end all be all, but honestly, by the end of Demon Slayer, it'll probably be my favorite anime ever. Of all time? Probably, unless they do something wow. stupid with the story. That's what happens. They they do stupid stupid at the end with the story that pisses me off. Uh huh. So no, I feel you. I I I feel you. Demon Slayer is really at one point it was my favorite anime of all time. At one point it was. Um, I'm not bold enough I, to say that yet. I need I need <laughs> years. I need years of the show to say something like that. You do. I, you know my my favorite of all time spot changes a lot. <laughs> depends on like what's what 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 is new that's coming out um but i'm like really i'm really excited for any other movies that we're gonna get some mm-hmm. new arc that's coming up i just love seeing how you Photobull is able to top uh what they've done because in a world where your animation for your tv series is on par if not better than the movie makes me so excited like yeah. i love that I'm just not getting no run-of-the-mill anime. I'm getting top-tier level animation. Yes, and the way that they're able to see... I I don't know if it's seamlessly, but the integration of like the 3D animation, the CGI, and the 2D is so beautiful. 
It's the best. Like, I don't think, because I'm one who kind of a stickler for a mix of 2D and 3D. Mm-hmm. It really looks corny most of the time. Like, yeah. it's just like, whatever. But the way they use it, it's just like so distinct to like where you really can't tell sometimes. It's just, it's just, yes. just meshes so well. Yes. Um. So I was watching some episodes right before we came on, but the episode that I was on was um, when Zenitsu was fighting with is like spider demon um the one Mm -hmm. that actually looks the closest to a spider than any of them he's animate he's like a cgi like 3d animation and even there's like a one quick second where zenitsu is also like cgi and then like literally the next frame he's back to 2d but it was so fluid like it just helped with the movement like it was like kind of like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing and Instead of like the CGI for that spider demon, it didn't take away from him. It it actually made him more sinister as a villain. Um right. seeing seeing him in the CGI and seeing the way like his different spider legs moved actually like made this like the hair on my arms like stand up a little because like, ooh, this is kind of creepy. Like it gave me the same feeling that seeing a spider in real life would give me. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just like adds to the the strength, the strength of the show is like knowing like What's going to be 2D? What's going to be 3D? Like, how is this going to enhance what we're seeing? Not to compare it to Attack on Titan, but, you know, like, when MAPPA took over the animation, the Titans were CGI, and it kind of gave them this, like, blocky, like, movement. They seemed like they were moving slower. It was just, like, it wasn't a huge downfall for the show not even a downfall i mean it wasn't a huge negative but it was just like they don't really do that much as a whole besides like besides aaron and the armor titan you know yeah yeah so i felt like i just took away a little bit from from the fight seeing it that way compared to demon slayer it enhances the visuals so you know another shout out to you photobull like even giving mappa a run for its money yeah, map is a machine. So it's, it's as far as I'm <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Ufotable has them kind of on the ropes right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one show that I forgot to like when we were talking about Mappa for our anime episode, I it had completely slipped my mind that they were behind Yasuke. I was like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. that was them too. Too bad it's um, it... <laughs> it did. We'll have to talk about that one too. It'll just be a hate. I just, it's just so disappointing. So many missed opportunities. This thing has a 93% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's some bullshit. Yasuke has a 93%. It's one of those situations where the critics have it as 93%, but the audience score is 52%. Woo. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Any Anything else on Demon Slayer that you're excited to see? Um, anything about the characters? I was going to ask you, like, what are you looking forward to in the next arc? I'm looking forward to... So, as much as the Hashira intrigue me, the 12 Demon Moons intrigue me as well. Um, They're so distinct, each one of them, and it seems like one is more powerful than the next. So, Mm -hmm. just seeing, like, how these Hashira are going to be able to deal with, um, you know, the 12 Demon Moons that we keep meeting... And I just hope, like, I just want people to live. <laughs> like, Rengoku hurt really bad. And, you know, Uzui, 
he's retired now. He can't fight anymore. Yeah. He's done. He's settling down with die. his women. Somebody gonna <laughs> die. You just gotta. I don't prepared. want. I don't want any more Hashira to die. So that's like one thing. That's like it kind of has me on pins and needles a little bit. It's like who are we losing next, or who's going to be mortally wounded next? I don't know. It's not like Attack on Titan where you expect people to die. It's like mm-hmm. I know somebody's gonna die. Who is it? This is more like I hope nobody dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've come to terms that anybody could die at any point, honestly. So I mean, niggas is swinging to kill people, so somebody's gonna mm-hmm. die eventually. Mm-hmm. I think for me, what I'm looking forward to is was it? It was like the different universe that the demons went to. I don't know what it was called. Um, it was like all the steps and shit. You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm about to show a picture. Hold on. <laughs> it looked like something out of like Doctor Strange. Oh, like Muzan's like. I thought that was like, just like Muzan's domain. Like. Yes. Was I thought insane. that was just like his his headquarters. Is it? Well, not his headquarters, but this is. I don't know. <laughs> The Infinity Castle is what it's called. Oh, okay, okay. It is. It is considered the lair. Okay. What about what about it? It look. It was like a whole different like like you said domain or universe. It just looked insane. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when they summoned. I just need to know more about Muzan. I want to. Yes. I want to get a little bit more from him. I do too. I do too. Um, I feel like there's so much like. Um, Tanjiro's dad, even the um, the head of the Demon Slayer Corps, like mm. I just wanna, I just wanna see, I wanna know. <laughs> we'll find out, maybe we will, know. we will. So this isn't our Demon Slayer episode because I feel like we're gonna talk about Demon Slayer again down the line, but we'll do like a, a season recap, probably. Yeah, a season recap. Uh, but we love it. We love it. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we last talked to each other, but like, is there anything new that you've been watching anime wise? I just want to see where you're at. Um, I finished uh, my dress up, darling. Um, oh, that was great. Okay, so did did Marin do blackface? <laughs> uh. Technically, no, she did not do blackface because okay. I mean, if we're if we're doing it technically by what they say in the anime, the girl has a tan. She's not okay. They say there's not like she says like she's black or she's whatever <laughs> race. She said that she is tan. So mm-hmm. we are to assume that is a Japanese woman with the tan, which I really mm-hmm. don't see that often anyway. So it's just it's just kind of weird. Shout out to Nagatoro. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nagatora. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, it was really great. Um, I I I went into it not really understanding what this was. I thought it was gonna be so weird. I thought the guy was gonna dress up as a girl, and I was like, this is gonna be different, but not the case. Where did you get that from? I, I just looked at the picture and I was like, uh, it feels like he's dressing up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then like as soon as you watch it, he's dressing up dolls. So and I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm. But you know, obviously that's not the case. I don't know. It's good. It's wholesome. I told you mm-hmm. like off podcast, just like 
that slice of life just like makes you feel good. It kind of just like brought me back to like middle school feels, you know. I'm kind of you've the last time we talked about anime, I had kind of like shown a little bit of disdain toward the the slice of life genre, but I am I'm a fan now. Aguya Sama Love is War. I fucking love that show. The dopamine it gives me. I would recommend that. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely would. It's so funny. And the dub is good. The dub is good too. Really? I watched um Mm -hmm. Um, Dress of Darling dubbed. Oh, you did! Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought, um, I mean, dubs, I think when people think dubs suck, it's when we hear the same voice actors all the time. Yeah. Like, these are, these are, like, clearly different voice actors. I think their voices perfectly match. Um, distinctly, um, what's the guy's name? I forget his name. And Dress of Darling. Um... Uh, Waka Gojo, Gojo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gojo Wakana, Wakana, however you say his name. Like, his voice <laughs> actor is really good, it really like fits his personality. It's like Aww. timid, shy, but when he's excited, you can tell he's really excited. Like, I don't Aww. think I've, I don't know if I've heard like his, um, his voice actor before, so mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I thought I'll, it was I'll, really well done. I'll give it a shot, I'll listen to a couple episodes. Um, I started watching a couple of shows. I don't know if uh, if you've um, started any of these, but uh, I started Mushiko Tensei, uh, the first isekai that I actually like. It's a really enjoyable show. Yeah. Oh, you're Some watching weird it? Parts. Mushiko Tensei? Is that what I was talking about? Or I think it was something else. way you were describing it, it sounds right. It sounds like the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he uh, reincarnates into the world as a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished it. I you did? I told you to watch it. You might have. Maybe. I might have got it confused with Michiko and Hodgson. Because I was like, you said something that has like an M word in it. Okay. I think you told Fair me enough. both of those at the same time. But yeah, I like that one. Um, There are some parts where I'm like a little like, mm, this is gross. But... <laughs> Yeah. genuinely a fan has really great animation i have a hard time getting into isekais and i think that's kind of like the the sentiment among anime people is like you know either you There's love isekais so or- many of them they're very similar like same type of world you know same yeah. type of deal that being said Mushiko is a really good show i don't know it's just very easy to watch mm-hmm. i agree it's- with you and i i kind of you like the characters. Um, I started watching Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. Don't know if I like it yet. I haven't heard of it. This one is another, like, I guess it's slice. Yeah, it's slice of life. This one's a slice of life. It's, it's this couple, this boyfriend and girlfriend. The boy has really bad luck. Like, mm-hmm. bad things happen to him all the time. And his girlfriend, it's like super athletic and she just protects him from bad shit. Like he'll be walking down the street and a car will try to run him over and she'll like save him. That's kind of like the premise. Again, I don't know if I like it yet. Like it's okay. I have it on. Um, what else did I start watching? I feel like I started watching a couple of things. I finished Sabaqui Bisco. Um, it was okay. Just okay. Yeah, I like, I would give it like, like a six out of 10. 
Like I tried to watch it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't like how it ends. Um, I just else? really didn't understand the world right away. Man. Yeah. The main yeah. character wasn't really sold to me. No. Same. Same. I yeah, I tried. I watched the whole thing though. I'm proud of myself. Um and I'm trying to get into Godzilla Singular Point. It's on Netflix. I've I'm trying. I think I would like it. I'm just trying to get through it. Um, what else? And then I just really need you to watch Spy Family. Once I finish Raking the Kings, I'll start it. You can't watch two shows at the same time. I like to watch my anime in order. Plus, I can just like I can finish Raking the Kings real quick. Okay, I'm, you, I'm gotta close. T- you gotta tell me how you feel about it. I love that show. Like it's a good show. I just mm-hmm. I don't know, acting like it was something crazy or something. I was just like, well, you're only seven episodes in. What part are you at right now? Specifically, I am at the part where they went to that guy's brother, the princess, to to make <laughs> what's his face stronger. Yes, I love that. I love those two characters. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we kind of got off topic, but I felt like I needed to. I needed to let our audience know that some things have changed with anime for me, and you know. What we're watching right now um but anything else on demon slayer before we peace out for the day uh yeah um if you're going to make a demon slayer game don't just copy a naruto game and that's all <laughs> no one wants to, it's just the same game it's so stupid wait does a demon slayer game exist yeah uh yeah uh what is the demon slayer game called it is called uh Demon Slayer the Hindokami Chronicles and it's oh. literally the same thing as Naruto Ultimate Ninja like the same fighting style the same same everything it's just they just put Demon Slayer characters in it aren't those aren't both of those games just like a, a, a rip off off of like Mortal Kombat oh, no 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 they're, no they're, they're, it's totally different type of fighting game there's just oh. they like to chug out anime games obviously because like I mean, you want to put the game out as soon as the anime is popular, but mm-hmm. in terms of just like an actual video game, it's just like you're just giving me stuff to fight, like the characters I like. But it's just like I don't know, mm-hmm. put some character into it. Gotcha. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is an example of like a uniquely different fighting game in the anime world. Cute, love that. That's all I have to say about that. All right, well, that's gonna <laughs> do it for us. Thanks for hanging out with us again. We've been a little inconsistent, but we're going to get back to consistency. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. August. I'm Code. And we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out, Nintendo.